G'day listeners, this episode is proudly brought to you by our major sponsor, subshq.com.au. Use code BENS15 at checkout to receive 15% off on your next purchase. What is going on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, wherever we are listening to this from and wherever we are posting this to is probably going to be on a few different places eventually. So maybe you're all listening back to these episodes. Fantastic. Either way, hope you're all having a fantastic week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Hopefully it's another informative educational piece that we can drop for you and you can take something away from. That is what we endeavor to do here. So hopefully that is what happens. So last episode, we dove a bit more around obsession and how I hate the way that it is used nowadays as a derogatory terminology, uh, yet we appreciate and uh, we are uh, respecting of people who are obsessed, though we use it in derogatory terminology when we discuss people who are. It, oh, it blows my mind. It's actually quite a whimsical idea, but yet we do it. Anyway, we're diving into another point this episode uh, onto something that we almost touched in that episode just gone uh, around delayed gratification. So why delayed gratification? Well, it's a very important psychological concept or phenomena that we need to understand when we look at long-term goals, striving, success, achievement, obsession, uh, myself, general people in, 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 in a sense need to understand it. So we're kind of going to get that one out of the way early, explore it a bit more and how it can associate to goals and kind of why you need it regardless of what endeavor or field you're in and you need to be able to understand it. So delayed gratification, the act of resisting an impulse to take an immediately available reward in the hope of obtaining a more value reward in the future. So if we look at that, we can go right back to very early 1990s, 1980s experiment, uh, social psychological experimentation in childhood around the marshmallow experiment, which was a pretty common and pretty well-known uh, psychological experiment on the concept of delayed, of delayed gratification that we would give four to five-year-olds the opportunity with one marshmallow in an instant and they would be able to consume if they chose to when the researcher left the facility, left the room, or should they choose to resist the marshmallow and the instant pleasure of eating it then and there, the sugary tree, the researcher would return with a larger amount of marshmallows. It's a very, very, very easy representation of, or, or real life representation of a short-term pleasure being delayed for a long-term reward. Now that reward is still another pleasure, so that's fine. But it's the fact that you give up a small instant reward for a larger long-term reward. Now, this is a very short duration window of that experience. However, it does reflect a lot of things in society that people need to understand. And that is if we want to get somewhere significant, if we want to get somewhere important, if we want to reach a big goal, if we want to reach any goal, if we want to reach a specific outcome, then we are going to have to forego the instant gratification or pleasure-seeking behaviors in the instant or the present and look to making that trade into the future that what we are doing now and what we are trying to get to is worth more down the track than if we just simply took what was there now. It's in essence, a gamble on yourself and the future. You're taking a bet that what you are trying to get is going to be worth more than the time you were giving up to have it or that you are, or the, the instant pleasure that you were giving up to have it. If we put into context of training nutrition, a delayed gratification would be waiting, you know, perhaps giving up cake or donuts or ice cream, something more palatable foods in the essence of achieving a specific physiological result in improving physical composition in improving your overall performance, better health markers, better nutritional markers, better sleep markers, whatever it is that may be there. 
if you were to put that in that context, that would be a form of delayed gratification. I know for myself right now that when I go through prep, that the the food that I will enjoy after the show, that will probably be simple. By the time I get off stage, it will be some of the nicest food I've ever eaten. It will be some of the greatest feelings that I've probably ever had because I will know that the work was done, that I did the work, that I gave up the short-term gratification. I gave up, gave up the short-term pleasures for the yielding of the long-term result that is what will happen at the end of that prep. I'm not saying I'm going to feel some form of euphoric happiness or greatness out of it, but the the ability in myself to take that gamble that what I'm going to achieve after the prep or at the end of the prep and the physical recomposition is worth more to me than choosing to have the donuts when I want them or the ice cream when I want them or the food when I want it and I'm not supposed to have it due to my calorie restrictions. That is a form of delayed gratification and is in essence pretty much the entire point of a bodybuilding prep. You are delaying what you want now, which is probably more food, which is less activity, wanting to sleep more, wanting to go out and party with friends or socialize if you are that way inclined for the result of how you will look on stage, how you'll feel on stage, how you'll feel after stage, how you'll feel in the photos when you look back in 20 years time and you see what you actually did. You know, when you're, when you're, especially when you're striving for something bigger than the general population can comprehend or understand or want to understand or want to engage with, regardless of the field, you need to be able to understand that you are going to have to give up shorter term pleasures and shorter term desires for a longer term result of a higher value. It's going to be more to you in the future if you're able to give up the things now in the present in order to achieve it and get there. Um, Dr. Jordan Peterson talks about it a, a fair, fairly often when he talks about this in the sense of, of making that gamble, you're taking that trade, you're, you're, you're taking the bet on yourself that the future is worth more to you than the, the present and the result that you're going to get through the instant action that you achieve each day that is taking you towards that future that you are gambling on. And it's going to feel better and pre pre produce a greater result to you that is worth more that makes that delayed gratification worth it. And then when you experience that gratification, you're able to be present with it and understand that it's worth, the, the feeling is so much more significant than if you simply took that piece of bread or that extra donut, or that extra cake, the extra ice cream, the less sleep, the more alcohol, the more partying, the instant spend on that you know new car or new shoes you didn't need when you're in the attempt of trying to save for a house. Again, a really not, a really easy example of delayed gratification is being able to save weekly by avoiding unnecessary purchases to achieve a financial outcome like buying a house and putting a deposit down. That is delayed gratification. Having that roof over your head that you know is yours because you own it because you're able to save through whatever experiences and situations you went through and you made those choices each day. They're not going to buy that extra takeout. I'm not going to get that extra Uber Eats. I'm not going to get that extra clothes or that extra dress. I'm not going to go buy those extra Jordans. I'm not going to waste money going to extra holidays because I'm making that purchase for a house. And it baffles me because people can't comprehend this when they look at, you know, we start to get to see uh, someone who's making some significant financial progressions, right? We're looking at someone and we're seeing someone be able to improve their lifestyle, improve their living standards by living within their means and learning to save or potentially financially set themselves up to be able to make that purchase. And people want to, I don't want to say disrespect, but they want to kind of talk down to that action as if like, oh, you're missing out on all these things to save for a house or, you know, you're not better than us. We're going out and enjoying life. You know, you're not, you're passing all those things off to get that house or to save that money. And it's kind of like, you know, you're missing out on all those experiences. You're missing out on life. You're not traveling much, you're not doing these things. Same thing is said with bodybuilders. When we go through preps, you're not doing all this stuff. You're missing food. You're tired. You're run down. You're training too much and all that jazz. But it's again, subjectively, 
relative to the person what that trade-off is worth. Those who can't comprehend it and those who don't possess a degree of delayed gratification or, or can't seem to utilize delayed gratification will never be able to comprehend the feeling of the gratitude when you achieve that outcome comparatively to if you simply had that instant access to that pleasure at the moment and the time and you gave into it. You are not going to feel the same Though you may get there eventually one day, I'm sure there's people still get to like great things. Not to say that you can't achieve things without delayed gratification, but the significance of that experience of that situation, that feeling, that emotion is harder to comprehend for someone who doesn't do it. And you, you may luck your way to, you know, achieving financial freedom or, you know, physical uh, physique progression you may luck your way to these things by not having to give that stuff up. It's highly unlikely, but you know, there are outliers for a reason you still won't be able to comprehend the feeling of knowing that you gave up and you sacrificed because that is as in essence, what you're doing, you're, you're making a sacrifice to your future self, to the future outcome you're trying to achieve. And that sacrifice is really just the, the token of entry. It's the token of the admission ticket to start the process. Every time I can, I, I make a deposit into the, the bank account and time I'm making a deposit into that future self that's my ticket each and every day to continue to get towards that outcome and trying to achieve, to reach that, that level of success, to reach that level of outcome, that physical progression, that financial progression, what is it you're trying to achieve? To reach that requires daily admittance, requires daily contribution to the bank account, to the deposit. You have to be giving to it every single day. And each day you are choosing between the short-term, short-term gratification, the short-term pleasure, and the long-term gratification, the delayed gratification, what you're going to experience down the track when it's all said and done. That is what we are doing. It doesn't matter who you are or how you go about it. When you have a goal, when you have something you're trying to achieve, that is what we're doing. Every single day that you're given the chance to make that choice, do I want the short-term pleasure that is given in, given in on my diet, buying those extra shoes, not going to work, taking a sickie, not putting the study in, not putting the hours into my business, not doing the admin, not doing all these things that though they fe it feels better not to do them and to go do something else that you find more pleasurable, it's not going to allow you to reach that long-term progression you're trying to get. You're not going to experience that delayed gratification. You're not going to experience that higher return value that comes with making those sacrifices each and every day. And though we only have a short amount of time frame, yes, I have said that many times, you are choosing to sacrifice the time you have for the outcome that you want and that is why so many people will never get it. It's why so many people can't achieve it. It's why so many people can't actually have it because they're not willing to make those sacrifices and make those contributions and make those trade-offs. You're just not willing to do it. And that's okay. It's not a problem. However, the difference between people who can comprehend and utilize delayed gratification and those who can't seem to be pretty significant when we look at overall achievement, success, financial literacy results, freedom, uh, physical development, it's not to say that not everyone, that no one can achieve something without delayed gratification, but generally you will find that the higher achieving types, the higher performing types, which is why this podcast is here, it's why we're here, it's what we're talking about. Those who tend to achieve pretty significant results or outcomes, make large impacts or change things, generally have a good, profound or exceptional understanding of delayed gratification, conscious or subconscious, and are able to understand that if I'm not working on my robotics, if I'm not working on the computing, if I'm not working on the coding, if I'm not working on my physique, if I'm not sleeping, if I'm not eating, if I'm not practicing my shots, if I'm not taking defensive classes, if I'm not taking skills classes, if I'm not studying, every time I'm not doing one of those things, I'm further and further away from the outcome I'm trying to achieve and it's probably likely it's not going to happen. They make that trade-off that though it's not pleasurable and it's 1 a.m. in the morning or it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm exhausted and tired and withering away, 
I'm going to continue to work and hustle and grind on this because the more I can put into this now, the more I can contribute to that bank of gratification. Then when I get down the track and I achieve that thing, the level of reward and experience that I'm going to, the pleasure that I'm going to feel, the way it's going to feel is something that others will never understand and will never have because I did those things. I was able to do that. I was able to commit to that and make that happen. And now I get the benefit of that. And I get to feel that sense of satisfaction, gratitude, pleasure, reward, response that others are just not probably going to experience. And it's, uh, it is a trade-off. It's a conversation you have to have every single day. You have to have that, that internal monologue to understand that there is only 80 to hundred years here. And every single time I choose to spend the day, not doing something I will feel pleasured from, versus the thing that may not feel as pleasurable, but will yield a greater response down the track is a big conversation to have internally. It's a hard conversation to have because you are passing time. You are every single time that you are making that decision, you are, you are exchanging time now for where you want to be in the future. And there's no guarantee that it works. That is always the trade. It's every time you make a gamble or a bet, there's always a risk it doesn't, you don't win. And that's what the, the risk is. You just spent 20 years of your life doing something that was wrong. There are scientists all the time who will spend their years dedicated to a point or a topic only to have it rebutted, to disputed, challenged, disproven, and their entire life's work is dismissed. However, that's the risk they take in trying to do a significant thing. That's the same thing with athletes, same thing with actors, same thing with millionaires, with financial investments. You have to be willing to take that risk that the trade or the bet that I, the gamble that I'm making the risk versus reward ratio is so much greater in favor of the reward that I'm willing to do it in exchange for the time that I'm losing in getting it. For some people, they don't see it that way and they aren't willing to do that. They don't want to consider that part of the conversation, that context, and they don't want to do that. It's fine. But the ones who achieve great things do. They get to that point. They can make that, they, they make that trade every single day. They make that investment every single day. They invest that time effectively, take that risk, take that gamble, because the greater the risk, the greater the chance of the reward. And they are willing to have that conversation. They're willing to do that. However, there's obviously that very big risk is the greater the risk, the, the greater the loss potentially, if it doesn't pan out. And there's nothing more significant to lose than time in life because that's all you have. You have one of them. So you have one specific amount of time that you're here. And if you're making trades that don't go your way, it sucks. But how do you know? The only other alternative is to do nothing and not give, not make that risk. Sorry, not take that risk and not uh, delay that gratification and work towards something significant. It's the only other way to not waste time. But then aren't you just still wasting time anyway? You're still wasting the life you have anyway because you're not attempting to do something, anything significant or important. And if you're not willing to do that, well, then what's the point? Why are you here? What is the point of like having this? You have the opportunity and the potential and the experience and the opportunities to do something significant or achieve something great or achieve something important. You just are currently choosing pizza over your training or partying over study or friends and relationships over your business and your investment and your time into growing your business and your services into what you're trying to achieve. These are the things that successful people have to comprehend with every single day. And if you can't do it, well, you're very limited in the potential that you're going to achieve a result. So to say it's impossible, but it's I would I would very much argue that it's a limited potential that you're going to achieve that, and that's it's something that I ponder daily. Is is this risk or is this this health risk? Is this physique risk? Is this time risk? Is this business risk? Uh, my study risk is this field of study worth the time that I invest in? Is it going to yield something to me that I can make a difference with? And every single day I wake up and get to say yes. 
not everyone will say that. That's okay. But the only way to know is to get to the future and find out. So I am making that trade and that risk every single day as are many, many people that are striving for something bigger than themselves or bigger than what they have. That is where I am now. The, the, the trade-off from where I want to be is worth the sacrifices of where I'm now and the time that I have now, the money that I have now, the, the pl- instant pleasures that I may have now, seeing friends and family going out partying, being drunk, inviting you to events where I can't eat food or you can't, eat, you can't do things, going on holidays that I can't attend because you know there's food outside of my control and I can't track things, I can't drink things, I can't do things. Making these trade-offs in the short term to yield the result of the long term is how we achieve success. It's how we be in the ballpark of success, how we even contend the conversation. And it's inevitably a part of the game, regardless of whatever game you play. The greater the goal, the greater the intensity of the goal that you have, the greater the delayed gratification needs to be the long-term, the intensity towards that goal you need to have. That's where delayed gratification comes in. It's why it's so important to understand as we are, we are literally writing a setting a podcast about high performance and training and nutrition and business to understand delayed gratification then is important because it's part of all of those conversations. So it kind of makes sense that this early on to explore a bit more about that and why it's so important, whether you think it is or not, or whether you've thought about it this way or not, it's a very significant part of the equation that we have to consider if we are trying to understand the formula and we're trying to get that specific outcome at the end. So that is a little ramble there on that because again, I could ramble on that all day and keep going and you know start calling people out. I don't want to do that, but I will get very worked up and excited. That is it from us this uh, on this episode. We have another one left to come this week. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we're going to be exploring all things in business prep updates, client updates, uh, how the business is progressing, studies and things like that. So keep an eye out there. Don't forget that uh, coaching spots are still available. Um, please like, subscribe, follow, share, tell people, share it to your Instagram. I don't know, but hell it helps. And you know, there's, I'm sure there's something in here that can help someone. So yeah, we appreciate you following along, listening, subscribing, being a part of the journey and the conversation until next time, guys, that is all from me. And I'll chat to you again soon.